0: This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. With growth stocks selling off, I'm getting a lot of questions, mostly on Twitter, about whether those growth stocks are now values. Remember, there is classic values, and that's determined by price-to-earnings, price-to-sales, price-to-book, or PEG ratios and then there's value compared to the peers or industries we've used both kind of uh, ways to determine value over the last several years now the one that compares it to peers or industry that would be like meta platforms formerly known as facebook it it's trading at 21.6 times so that sounds high, right? To a regular value investor, you'd be like, hey, I'm not looking at any companies trading at 21 times earnings. But compared to the Fangman stocks, which is what I consider to be its peers, it's lumped in with all of those the Apple's, Netflix, Nvidia's, Microsoft, Amazon's, and Alphabet. It looks pretty cheap at 21 times. That's the cheapest of the PEs among the Fangman stocks. And even historically for Meta, that PE of 21 times is at the lower end for the company. I think when it was having those PR issues about privacy and stuff a couple of years ago, it might have briefly hit or fallen just a little bit under 20 times. I know we were talking about it on the podcast back then because it looked cheap then as well. Um, But otherwise, it's traded a little higher than this in the 21, you know, area um, historically. So in that way, if you're looking for value, meta platforms, ticker FB, might be a value here compared to its peers. So you can find some value looking at the growth stocks if you use that method. But many of you have been asking me about stocks with the sky high valuations which have simply fallen sharply so I wanted to take a look at a random five stocks that I just picked. uh, Because I knew that they had fallen and that they were expensive previously and these are some of the ones that you all have been asking me about like aren't these values now that they've plunged so let's look at some examples so the first one is Shopify. Who didn't want to buy shopify in the last couple of years right we all kind of kicked ourselves like why didn't I buy that and then it kind of ran away um, to new all time highs and valuations were sky high so true value investors we had to stay out of that one but over the last six months the shares are now down forty five percent and year to date they're down thirty five percent in this sell off so shopify ticker s h o p of course i took a look at its pe it's at 128 times Uh, obviously not cheap on a pe basis but everybody tells me no tracy don't look at pe you have to look at price to sales with these growth stocks so i took a look at that 26 times no that's not cheap either now i wasn't expecting get a price to sales under one by any means which is an indication of value if it's under one. But here, I'm literally paying 26 times the dollar of sales that Shopify is generating. So that's a little too expensive for my blood. So a stock like Shopify, even though it's plunged as much as it has, is still not a value here, not even compared to its peers. Um, So something like this I am I'm a no go on it and I'm still on the sidelines then I took a look at paypal this was another one that many of us lamented why didn't I buy that several years ago it's been featured on my market edge podcast many times since it was spun off from ebay in 2015 so there were plenty of buying opportunities in there when the valuations weren't uh, sky high Then the shares have soared during the pandemic, but over the last six months, they're now down 48% and year-to-date down another 16 just for this year. So what does the valuations look like on PayPal, ticker PYPL? PE is now at 30.7 and the price to sales has come down to 7.5. So still still pricey, but not insane like (laughs) Shopify. So PayPal is a little more interesting to me. It's getting a little bit more into the wheelhouse for those of us who are value investors because it still does have growth. So it is going to trade at a little bit higher premium than a pure play value stock. So PayPal might is going to go on my watch list of possible um additions maybe especially if it comes down even further here okay then let's look at snowflake ticker s n o w so over the last six months i was surprised that this one was down only 0.5 percent so it's basically done a round trip over the last six months so it did spike higher in that period and has fallen back down but we're now basically back to where it was six months ago because year to date the shares are down 22 percent so we're still on the downward slide here on snowflake so it doesn't have a pe because it has negative earnings so immediately as a value investor in these types of market conditions i don't like that i don't i want earnings when the fed is raising uh interest rates so i'm immediately not liking it Price to sales though, because that's what everyone tells me to look at. If there's no earnings, look at those price to sales ratios. And this one, it's it is at 78.6. So for every dollar earned, I'm uh paying 78 times <laughs> what that is. See as I laugh, it sounds absurd, right? But when gross stocks are in a bull and We have high GDP and the Fed is stimulating and Congress is doing you know stimulate uh, you know infrastructure and all this kind of uh, backstopping of the economy and uh, the job market is good then these growth stocks don't seem so absurd at 78 times price to sales ratios but and I'm not saying a lot of that has changed the economy still is good employment is still down. GDP is still looking good for the next several quarters, but the Fed is now going to be tightening and raising rates. So it's a different scenario. I'm not liking Snowflake here, and I would not be adding this one to my watch list. Okay, let's look at CrowdStrike, cybersecurity side of things. This was a hot, hot area. Ticker CRWD, there's only so many stocks that you can buy in cybersecurity right now. And that are publicly traded obviously so many companies and uh, this one has earnings but the shares have plunged so how how bad over the last six months now down 41% and year to date down 22.5 so pretty severe sell off for CrowdStrike P. E. Now these are forward PEs 271. But again, I've been told I have to look to the price to sales ratio, not the PE. price to sales ratio 28.3. So both of those metrics on valuation are sky high. And again, with the change in what the market conditions are like, this is just not one that I'm interested in. And I don't consider it to be on sale here, even though it's down 41% in the last six months. So, I wanted to look at a retailer as well, because a lot of those soared and now have come back down to earth as well. So, I picked the red hot Lululemon, ticker L U L U. I own it in my own personal portfolio, but I did buy it several years ago. So, it was cheaper. Um, I had Maddie Johnson here at Saks on the Market Edge podcast around Black Friday. Last year, and we were talking about Lulu, and I think we mentioned it was trading around like 49 times on its P.E. Now the shares have come down. So over the last six months, shares are down 23 percent. Year to date, however, uh, the selling has picked up on the sell off and it's down 21 percent. So it's a big correction on Lulu. We haven't seen one of these in a while, and it has pulled the P.E. down a bit. So it's now trading at 40 times on the forward PE, price to sales is 6.8. So some of these retailers that have been red hot with double digit comps, uh, double digit revenue growth, big gains in their online business during the pandemic, and strong, strong brands, top brands like Lululemon, Some of these are always going to trade at a more expensive valuation, unless you get some kind of event like the yoga pant issue that happened with Lululemon a number of years ago, or like a Chipotle where they had um, the PR issues there and the shares plunged. And uh, then you had like a buying opportunity where the valuations just weren't as high. But for... These kinds of strong brands, investors are usually uh, willing to pay a higher price point for them. So while these shares have come down from more obscene 49 times to 40 times, they could go a bit lower here. And then I might be interested again in adding to my own position. But here still at 40 times, still pretty pricey. And um, there's a lot of question marks in the retail area for 2022. So keep that in mind when you're looking at the retailers. So also keep in mind trends have changed. The momentum has ended for a lot of these growth stocks, but we as investors still tend to think that uh, what was happening before is going to happen in the future. So we kind of stay on the trend even when it has changed. So my advice really for value investors is don't chase the last trend. The Fed has changed course, it's tightening, rates are going to rise. So don't chase it. And most importantly, don't chase it because most of those growth stocks really aren't values here. In these kinds of big sell offs, we do get a lot of follow through of selling off of even value stocks so i don't know about you but i've been following a lot of the value stocks that i've been interested in and that we've even talked about here on the podcast already here in 2022 so while lulu still remains expensive at 40 times what about CROCs ticker crox I talked about Crocs in the podcast episode I did earlier this year on the secret weapon of the peg ratio, and it was cheap then. So that was just like a week or two ago. And back then, back, back way far, you know, seven days ago, it was trading at 12.8 times and it had a peg ratio of 0.85. But the shares have sold off in the sell off people are abandoning cracks even though it was already cheap so year to date now these shares are down 19.2% and I'm reporting this on January 26 2022 so we haven't even gone through a full month yet and the shares are down basically in a bear correction on cracks here down 19.2% the P.E. has now fallen to 10. So even cheaper, and the peg as well has fallen to 0.67. So it was at 0.85, it's at 0.67. All the metrics have gotten cheaper. So these earnings from Crocs are now on sale. They were already cheap, but now they're even cheaper. So why should I wanna buy some growth stock like Shopify that you know has fallen but it's still expensive on a fundamental basis when I can get uh, true value stocks by a classic value metrics that are now even cheaper. So now is really the time for value investors to get true value stocks on sale. It's common after a big bull market in an asset class, like we've just seen in the tech stocks, the growthy names. For us investors, we want to continue to focus on that. Even if that bull has taken a break, it's pausing, or maybe even ending. It's just the way investing works. Uh, If your trade has worked for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, why would it not continue to work? Right? So that's the momentum. Momentum sticks around a long time until it doesn't. So meanwhile there are other bulls that are have already started on stocks that are also usually cheap. You know what those are because I've been talking about it for several months now. So energy banks some of the retailers not Lulu but Crocs obviously and agriculture have all started what should be some good bull markets here so many of the banks have already reported earnings. Because they're they report early in the earnings season and a lot of them have actually sold off on those earnings reports just because of market weakness and you know otherwise just worries or whatnot. Um, so some of them are off their recent highs this month. They're not down 20 or 30% usually I didn't look at all of them obviously and it does matter if you're looking at the big international banks the ones that do trading the regional powerhouses or your local community bank but not many of the community banks with the Fed about to raise are going to be down 20 or 30 percent from the recent highs but some have pulled back 5 percent to 10 percent so it's easy to accumulate these if they have these like little mini pullbacks and if you're already in the stock, I encourage dollar cost averaging in some of these um, because while it's not you know, a huge pullback like we've seen in the growth stocks. You're still getting it on sale. I'll I'll take a 5% sale, right? And the earnings are going in the right direction. And these stocks have cheap classic fundamentals. So look for value in the bulls. I know there is the lure of the glamour stocks. Like I just said, the growth stocks have been such great performers. It's hard to change course. That's why you're all, you know, tweeting me these questions like, oh, isn't isn't Shopify a deal here because we're still living in the world of the growth stock trend and the growth stock momentum. So look for some value outside of that and on the big caps like the metas. There will be more favorable fundamentals for those companies. They're making billions of dollars for the most part. Uh, most of them, if not all of them, have earnings, and a lot of them pay dividends or doing share buybacks. So, we still, in a uh, strong economy, will look to the Fangman stocks for um, leadership, and you could still get some of those cheap as i was mentioning earlier in the episode with meta platforms but a couple of the others have had nice uh, double digit pullbacks here so take a look some of those may also have historically low or close to historically low forward PEs as well so don't live in the past there's too many bulls in actual value stocks right now and with these market conditions changing I can really see uh, a strong year here in 2022 for real value stocks and you are getting a bargain on those earnings on the sales and a lot of these uh, they may not have a price to sales under one but it's going to be pretty low if you're looking at a true value stock. So look around in uh, true value and stay away from those growthy names that look like values are still expensive and could be value traps if their earnings start to slide here in 2022. So let me recap the tickers I mentioned. So I did talk about Meta. I own it in my own personal portfolio. I did buy many years ago when it was kind of out of favor. I didn't get it at the IPO and I didn't get it on the the all time lows that it dipped to under the IPO. I was dollar cost averaging. I think my average is around $90. Um, I stopped buying years ago, but I still own it. And so I consider it to be kind of cheap. I have been watching it. It is on my watch list because of its recent weakness and that the PE has come down. So Meta still has the FB ticker, um, but we'll see if they get they get to change that soon enough um so i mentioned facebook meta fb then we talked about shopify s-h-o-p it's come down a lot still really expensive paypal a little more interesting to me pypl i'm putting this one on my watch list too not quite cheap yet i get a little greedy when these stocks go on sale and have good fundamentals so i'd like to get it a little cheaper if i can i may not it may it may rebound here um, off of its earnings report, if nothing else, but we will see and I'm willing to be patient. So that's PayPal P Y P L snowflake S N O W with that price to sales of 78 CrowdStrike CRWD price to sales of 28 Lululemon ticker LULU. I do own it bought several years ago uh, price to sales 6.8, but still got that forward P of 40 still a little too pricey for me it's not on my watch list i do own it but i have a lower basis so i'm just hanging out in it so we will see then i did talk about crocs again seems to be my favorite stock again here in 2022 i do not own it but i'm thinking about it right on this big pullback it's had here in 2022 shares at just 10 times ticker c-r-o-x x X is an x-ray It's not Crocs, C-R-O-C, it's C-R-O-X. And remember, shoes are always popular coming out of difficult economic conditions because they're cheaper to buy. You can uh, get a whole new look with your wardrobe and your appearance by buying some shoes. So I'm liking a lot of the shoemakers and retailers here, but Crocs is the one that is really cheap here. So C-R-O-X is that ticker. And as always, I am going to be bringing you the value stocks every week, and there are plenty of others, and we're going to have some good shows coming up once we get some more earnings uh, in about some of these cheap industries, uh, energy, the banks, and agriculture. So you want to be sure to subscribe, get us on Apple Podcasts, get us on Spotify, get us on Amazon Music, get us anywhere that you can get the podcast. We will be there as the Value Investor Podcast. And I'll see you again next week with some more value stocks.